0: There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed, in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real, we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the
1: stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life.
0: The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired. Welcome to the Mom Cult Podcast. Mm -hmm. Happy to be here with our wonderful guest, Miss Julia Vega. Hi, thanks so much for having me. And Sarah, of course, she's still here. Always, ugh, she's always still here. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Julia, let me see that ring on your finger, (laughs) because Julia just got engaged. Congratulations! So gorgeous.
2: Thank you. Good job, Ryan. He did such a good job. Oh yeah.
0: Ooh, it's very
1: shiny. Very, very <laughs> shiny. Big. Very big. There are two small baguettes, I think you call them aside, the or small.
2: I have no idea. Ooh,
1: beautiful. A trio of
2: gems. Yeah. And it's gems. like custom. Like he made like the band. <gasps> everything. Oh, yeah.
1: Love that. Some piercing work. Mm-hmm. Some scroll work. How do you know these terms? Obsessed. We could, I could <laughs> do a podcast about that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs>
0: this is what we're going to talk Don't about can today. Be started. That is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think every episode something, something comes up. I think the
1: side up. is my favorite
0: view. Thank you. Every episode something comes up where you say that should be a separate <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like this. What is that called? The little bumps on the side?
1: That's called something I can't think. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, thank mm. you so through. much for that
0: podcast. Well, that podcast is over. <laughs> we're we're Canceling it. <laughs> Scratch that one. Beautiful. How long have y'all been engaged?
2: Um, only a month. A month today.
0: <gasps> Did you know it was happening?
2: Um, I had a feeling because for the last couple of months, he's been so anxious. And, you know, I'd be like, hey, is what's going on? Is there anything you could talk to me about? And he's like, not yet. <laughs> not and yet. so I was like, okay, I respect that. Okay, <laughs> I won't pry. Yes, of course, the day of. So like he surprised me with a trip to New York. Um, for our anniversary, which is October 4th. Yeah, and he was, like, so anxious and was telling me, like, his his whole family was just sending him positive vibes. And I was like,
0: <laughs> okay. You know, New York can be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for an anxious person, especially.
2: And it was. <laughs> I have so many stories about New York. That's a different time. But, um, yeah, so I was like, okay. And then he was just really anxious. And I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, he, like, surprised me. with. Uh, we went to Central Park and... Yeah. We walked around. He was like, we need to walk around for like two minutes. I was like, okay. (laughs) He was like, we're going to get somewhere. And I was like, okay. And then.
0: At that point were you, what point were you like?
2: Yeah. I knew. Well. I think this might be happening. Yeah. Because when we were walking, so like I have this other ring on my right hand that used to be on my left hand here. And so while we're walking, I literally just took it (gasps) off and put it on my right hand. So that it was bare for him to propose. And, uh, yeah, like, we were by this, like, little pavilion by, like, a pond. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm, like, just going back and forth, back and forth, like, oh, my God. And he was like, well, this is a really big moment. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> and of course there's like a photographer and videographer yes, and yes the hiding photos. in the bushes and stuff and they <laughs> wow
1: god the logistics
0: of that yeah. alone
2: it's, it's crazy. Crazy. no wonder
0: he was anxious yes. a lot of moving parts that yeah. need to go that exactly is so right. much. oh my gosh it did, oh
2: god. but it was great and i'm so happy it happened he's been planning this since like june that's what he told me and then bought the ring in july so so sweet he was holding on until our anniversary mm-hmm. to pop the question
1: really cute <laughs> Thank That's you. awesome. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Well, you are our first, I don't know what would you call it, non-traditional
0: mom?
1: Yes. Guest? Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, nice and I Alternative? Yeah. I am... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am uh, I've been nervous. I am admittedly feel out of my depth because I don't... We're going to be talking about things that I don't have any experience with. Yeah. Uh, and much relation to. Cool. But I'm going to choose to be excited <laughs> instead of nervous. So, Julia lost her mom to covid last year correct Mm -hmm. and is now are you have legal custody Mm -hmm. of your is she still
2: 14 no she's 15 15. she'll be 16 in december
0: okay legal custody of your 15 year old sister Mm -hmm. and so in some aspects you've had to kind of step into the mom role versus the sister role yeah so yeah i'll let you kind of walk us through what this experience has been like for you
2: <sighs> yeah, it's definitely all loaded. Um, I don't even know where to begin. So yeah. much, yeah. So I was always mommy number two, is what people would call me. Mm-hmm. Even my mother, she referred to me as mommy number two, because there's such a big age gap between me and my little sister. What what is nope, that age good. gap? I was gonna say um, it's 11 and a half years.
1: My sister's and mine is the same, and really? so she's it's exactly that. Is she May older? Older, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and she's like a second mom. Yeah, so I get
2: that. And um and so yeah, my mom was a single mother of two. Yeah, so when she had my sister I named her I was there in the delivery room Mm -hmm. and then yeah I was always babysitting and you know taking care of her and so she always looked to me as like another mom yeah but also like big sister definitely and then yeah within the last year my mother passed in August on August 12th 2020 right after got went to court and everything got legal custody of her had to move her an hour away to where I lived and yeah, just like put her in school and you know, of course, therapy mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Had to like, you know, buy her a new bed and like all this like furniture and stuff and then give her a space. And then after that, um, was quickly looking for something more permanent because I was renting at the time. Mm-hmm. So now I like bought a house this year in May. And um, now she, thank you, thank you, and so yeah, now she has a room um, that is her room, and she goes to school, and she'll be going to school there for the next three years until she graduates, and yeah, just wanted to give her something of like stability, yeah, of course. And then now I'm getting married, and. Her and my fiancé are like brother and sister. Oh, like, he, so Yeah, wonderful. they love each other. Yeah, she was like the second person he told that he was going to propose, and um, <laughs> she held that secret. I could not believe she held that <laughs> secret. Oh, my goodness. She did a good job.
0: He was and probably s- like, if you want to stay living in this house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, um, yeah, so it was just huge. Like, I had to grow up so fast within yeah. a year. I already felt like I was a grown woman mm-hmm. then, at 26. But no, now I'm uh, like, nope. <laughs> nope, I'm definitely more grown now. Oh my god! Did
0: you have help from family, like financially, yeah. or like just figuring out the legal? Yeah. Like, did you feel like you had support to kind of help you through making all those big decisions and?
2: Yes. So my mom was born and raised in Louisiana, and then she was in the military, and so. Her and my father were both in the military, and they were stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And then after they got out of the military, we just stayed there for a long time, pretty much until I went to college. And so we didn't have any family in that area. Everyone was either from California or Louisiana. But my entire mom's side of the family, after everything happened, she has an older sister that's 17 years older. Oh, damn. And so their mother had passed when my mom was 10 years old and so she had to actually take in wow. her wow. and their younger brother that's like three years younger than my mom so she was like oh i know exactly how yes. to help you." yeah like it was crazy that's like amazing. she was 27 when she had to take them in and i'm you know what? i'm now 27 now and so i was like wow so her and um her son and daughter my cousins they came and they're older than me they're mm-hmm. like in their 40s and so They came and just, like, helped me with, like, funeral arrangements, and my cousin, she, like, created a whole list. Like, she went through, like, my mom's bank statements and was like, okay, you need to cancel this, you need to cancel this. Like, she had all phone numbers and... Email address. She was like, You need to send, you know, the death certificate here and all that stuff. So it really helped me. And then I have another aunt who's a lawyer. And so she was like telling me what I need to do to get custody and everything. They found a lawyer for me here in Tennessee. And so they are able to just help me get the ball rolling there. And then personally, like I had, you know, so many great friends and sorority sisters that they were just coming out of the woodworks who are like, psychologist and we're like Mm -hmm. hey here's some recommendations in Tennessee for you know find a therapist Mm -hmm. for your little sister and you know social workers and stuff and so everyone was just coming with like input and then of course having to pack up my mother's house Mm -hmm. um, everyone came then and was like helping me do whatever I needed to do. Was it hard to choose things to keep versus things to get rid of? No 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 no. So like I jokingly say like years ago my mom I would call her at a hoarder, but she wasn't really a hoarder, but she kinda was. Um and <laughs> I our... feel like I know exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> I get that. That's my mom too. You know, like it's not like from Florida right, with right. stuff, but there's like why do you but still there's have some those? trinkets? Yeah. <laughs> like at one point she used to be a Pampered chef consultant, so she had mm. a million. Pampered Chef, like pots and pans, Tupperware. But I told her a couple of years ago, I was like, "Hey, when you pass, I hope all this stuff is not (laughs) here for me. My responsibility. Yeah, like to go through. Like, don't you dare put Put that that on me." me. (laughs) And so it was funny. Honestly, months before she passed, she started deep cleaning and was organizing. And so I really didn't have too much to go through. But again, my cousin who had put together all those like who went through my mom's bank statements, she was the one who like packed up my mother's room Mm -hmm. specifically and she just said is there anything that you like to keep... Of her stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, there's like some jewelry, some <laughs> no, <laughs> she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't that flashy. She didn't have no, 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 <laughs> no. But there's like you know a dress that she wore to my college graduation. I really wanted to keep some scrubs that I bought her that were royal blue and that had UK on them because I went to UK University of Kentucky. And then like I think like a robe and some army stuff. But that was it. And then everything else was like I honestly don't mm-hmm. care about anything else." I definitely kept her good, like, cookware stuff, appliances there. But, yeah, everything else I just gave away. So, yeah, I, I honestly just gave away in the community, whoever needed it got yeah. it. Yeah. Because I already yes. had my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: I know. We acquire stuff rapidly.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I feel, You're like, not obligated, not
0: obligated to keep things. Like,
2: uh-huh. yeah, I'm I very <laughs> sentimental, but you have to, like, Every time I move, I try to go through a deep yeah. clean and be like, do I really need to take this with me to the yeah. next place? Yeah, that's really good. That's the Smart only time I feel you. like I really do it yeah. is when I move.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, what was your grieving process like since you had so much stuff that had to get yeah. done? Was that helpful for you to have the distraction of like a bunch of tasks or yeah,
2: were, it was... Were, was that hard? Yeah. Yeah, so yes to all of the above. Um, <laughs> Great, next question. Yeah. <laughs> but no, at the beginning, it was very hard because I only, I have my own therapist um, that I've been with her for three years. And so she really knows me. And, you know, I had her at my disposal like whenever I needed her or whatever, especially during this process. But um, I just, I was on the go constantly because my mom's house was in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is an hour from Nashville north uh, of Nashville. And I had to go back and forth a lot because enrolling my sister in school, I Mm -hmm. had to be there in person. And so I had to go to Nashville multiple times. And there were so many times where i like drove to nashville to do something and they're like oh we're closed or that person Mm -hmm. actually isn't here today can you come back tomorrow i'm like okay and so then i drive back and then do it all over again the next day and stuff and so yeah i just stayed really busy there was so much to do at the very beginning unfortunately like when my sister didn't have a birth certificate and social security cards Anywhere in the house, like, we went through everything, could not find her stuff, and so I had to go, like, I had to travel and just keep going to, like, the health department or something, get records, and they're like, okay, well, you have to come back, because only this one person is on, like, Tuesdays and Fridays, oh my god. so you have to come another day. So I'm like, cool. Then I come in, they're like, oh, she went home early because she was sick. I was like, oh my god! So, <laughs> she's the worst. What so like, Just <laughs> writing all over the place. Don't and,
0: ever go to that Like yeah, I'm just like, and she's the
2: only one right. in the whole building that <laughs> handles these records, and I was like, okay. So, it was a long process for me to finally get, like, her birth certificate. Right. So she Security card, and then I had to go to court twice to get legal custody. First time it was just temporary, they just give it to you. <laughs> and then um, they're like, Well, yeah, we'll just set a date, court date, come back later, and then we'll make it final. So I had to like just gather as much information about my sister, everything, the proper documents that she needed, and then also enrolling in school. Mm-hmm. It was a lot at the beginning, and then getting my mom's stuff in order. So I just was busy, 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 and only time where I really, like, sat and thought about everything, it was, like, at nighttime, right. where, you know, like, everything's closed, can't mm-hmm. go anywhere, sister's asleep, and it's just, like, me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, just man. are forced to sit with your feelings.
0: Yeah. That's a mom moment, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's always the end of the night when yeah everyone's in bed and yeah there's nothing else you can do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a lot <laughs> at the beginning and definitely when things settled – I was finally able to lean in to what I was feeling Mm. and take care of myself because my therapist was like, are you taking care of yourself? Are you eating? I was like, not really. I'm just like, go, go, go. Had some time to do what I needed to do to be healthy mentally, emotionally, physically and stuff like that. So yeah, it it definitely took a while before I was able to, I don't know, really focus on myself and be better. It sounds like you handled it as well, (laughs) literally. Yeah, I mean, an incredible
1: support system. It sounds like, but better than better than I would. Let's just say, yeah, yeah, it's incredible.
0: I was going to ask. In one of the questions I had for you was, uh, in what aspects are you still a big sister, and in what ways do you feel? And maybe this could be more emotionally. Like, obviously, there's ways that you are taking care of her yeah. as a guardian now, more so than just a sister. But in what ways do you feel like you've had to kind of step into your mom's role? Like, her about to be going, or I guess she, she just will she start high school next year, or is she in her freshman year? She's now? a sophomore
2: now. Oh dang! Yeah, yeah, she's a sophomore. Two and a half more years. <laughs> you got this. We got <laughs> this. <have> more years. <laughs> yeah um, I'm trying to think as like like my mom's role I don't know like I I definitely try to like I'm raising her as I think how my mom would Mm -hmm. in certain ways like I guess what was important to her was like the church you know Mm -hmm. and having a religious background and so definitely still do that with her and then you know like um things she can't do so like my mother didn't like profanity being used and even as an adult she didn't really like it but it took probably until i was like 24 where she was like okay that's fine i'll I'll allow you to do it yeah yeah she was like (laughs) okay and so like with my sister i'm like no don't use like our mom would not like that so don't do that or whatever For, like, my mom, I just, yeah, try to have those fundamentals of, like, being a good person and how I want her to succeed in life and Mm -hmm. try to give her the tools Mm -hmm. and resources that either my mom gave me growing up, like, those certain talks to protect herself. Yeah, and be able to succeed. And then as a big sister, we talk about boys and Mm -hmm. and girls and Mm You know, she has a boyfriend now. And so. Um, Is it her first boyfriend? No, no, no. I mean, she's. I don't even know how to define it. Like, they don't go on dates, you know? Like, they're just. Oh, okay. They're so young. And so it's like, yeah. Like, I mean, she probably would say she's been having a boyfriend since she was like five. Right. But I mean, yeah. Like, so, like, a couple of years ago, she was like, well, I think I might be interested in girls. And I was like, okay, cool. She wanted to know, like, how me and my mom would feel about that. I was like, I don't care. Like, as long as you're happy, we're yeah. happy. So whatever. And so then she had a girlfriend. That was her first girlfriend over mm-hmm. the summer. And then she had a boyfriend as, almost as soon as school started. And I was like, girl, you're new at the school? <laughs> like, you've only been in school for a week. And you have a boyfriend already? Like, oh, my gosh. She's fine. Yeah. And then that didn't work out. And now she has a new boyfriend, and he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. So that's great. But I just like, you know, if she, whatever she wants to talk to me yeah. about, like, you know, I'll tease her and be like, oh, yeah, I heard you call him babe on the phone earlier. <laughs> or like, I'll kind of mock her and be like, mm, I love you. Good night. When she's like talking to him, <laughs> saying goodbye. And um, she's just like, oh, shut up. But um, I keep trying to tease her as like a big sister would right. and try not to be as strict as a parent, or maybe my mom would be. Yeah. Try to kind find of find that, that balance. Like, want her to talk to me as a big sister, but also to know that I'm her guardian. Right. And that yeah. she can't just do whatever she right, wants. Right, you're still yeah. responsible uh, yeah. for her at the end of the day. Yeah, and has to be respectful. And her decisions
0: and, affect you. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I think that kind of teasing, like,
1: lets her know. I mean, I, I'm just thinking as her lets her know that you're aware and you're like listening like you're aware and you hear what's happening and just like that presence would make me feel safe you know yeah
0: when you can take everything so seriously <laughs> at that age yeah that just to have somebody around yeah to to keep things light even if as a teenager you hate it
1: right yeah I wouldn't have known that I felt <laughs> right safe. right there's a yeah. purpose behind it
0: but like you know 20 years later I would have been like oh, maybe I feel safe yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the goal that's the goal Do you uh, feel like stepping into your mom's role a little bit has helped you with the grieving process and healing process? Like, does it kind of feel like you have her in your ear in that role? I don't know if that question makes sense.
2: No, no, I think so. So it was really hard for me to grieve because I now am responsible for another person. And my number one priority was to make sure that she was okay, make sure that she was seeing a therapist like Mm -hmm. every week and her social worker in between that time and just make sure that she was healthy. And that she was processing this because not only did she like lose her mother but also we were in a pandemic and she started high school mm-hmm. online you yeah. know she didn't get to have a normal right high school experience and so she had to do it online and then try to get to know people like she didn't have any friends and then she moved an hour away where she didn't know anyone so she was just going through a lot and so I didn't really worry about what I needed until she was being more comfortable Mm -hmm. with herself. And then where I felt like she could, she was starting to heal. So it was really hard, really, really hard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I honestly got to grieve like a normal person losing Mm -hmm. their mom. Yeah. There's a lot of ups and downs. Like I even had this conversation, I think it was earlier this week or last week, Where I was driving, I was in the car with my fiance and then my sister's in the back and I don't know what we were doing, but we just got to home and I had said that, you know, man, adulting's hard. Like, I just want my mom. Like, Mm -hmm. I just want to, I don't want to cook. I know my mom's going to cook. So I can easily get me a plate of food or whatever or, you know, anything I need. I'm just like, okay, my mom's going to handle this or if go to the store if I need something. Like, she'll just take care of it. Instead, I just I wanted in that moment I was like, ah, I just want to be taken care of mm-hmm. and not have to be like an adult right. and be a yeah. responsible adult. Like, <laughs> yeah. gosh, it's so hard. Like, I just I, I was like, yeah, I really need my mom just to like, I don't know, um, slow things down and make me feel like I just didn't have to think about anything. Yeah. Like she was gonna take care of it all for yeah. me. Yeah, like a
0: giant comfort blanket. Yeah. Well. At least that's how your sister feels, knowing that she's got you.
2: I hope so. I um, really do. <laughs> it's interesting
1: that you didn't sign up for this, and, like, I feel a similar thing, but I have the comfort of, or the, you know, just the, well, I, I like, asked for it, and, you know, that's, comp- like, a complex emotion.
2: I mean, yeah, I didn't ask for it, and we've definitely had some moments where me and my sister like, screaming match. We're just going mm-hmm. back and forth, and then... She's crying, and then I'm crying, and I'm like, I had to grow up within a year. Like, I just had to do all this. (laughs) Give me a break. Yeah, I'm like, I, God. Like, she would say, you know, oh, like, I lost my mom or something. And I'm like, okay, I lost my mom, too. Like, I understand, Mm -hmm. but also, like, she's just too young. When she becomes an adult, then she'll understand. But, like, I was like, I'm going through the same thing, too. And so, yeah, it was just a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Have you had to deal with resentment towards her
0: at all? (laughs) Just for being responsible. (laughs) (laughs) And the word of the day is... A podcast about resentment.
2: Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. That one
0: would definitely succeed.
2: That'll be a hit. Yes. yes. (laughs) I have learned that word. Um, I, like, even as a child, when I was the older sister constantly babysitting her, Mm -hmm. there was resentment. Like, I... I was As I became an adult, I was able to look back and be like, man, yeah, I definitely had, like, my senior year, I really resented her because there's, like, either tennis tournaments or parties I had to miss out of Mm -hmm. or whatever um, because I had to babysit. And so then now I was like, oh, my gosh, there's, like, so much. I'm trying not to miss out on because I have to take care of her and I'm responsible for her. So for many months, probably I would say, like, the first seven months, it was all about her and so like i would go everywhere with her like she would tag along with me when me and my fiance were first dating she actually went on dates with us because she didn't want to be alone right and then we slept in the same bed for months mm-hmm. um she slept with me didn't she would want to sleep in her own room and so she had this big attachment towards me bigger than anything before and then she would panic if I like wasn't home or if I spent too much time trying to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. And so then we really like had to have a conversation where I was like, hey, like Need I, some boundaries. yes, I was like, okay, um, you now have to sleep in your room, you know, Monday through Friday on the weekends. You can sleep in my room. Then it was like, okay, now I can only sleep in my room like once a week. And then I was like, all right, you're done sleeping with me. You're in your room. (laughs) I'm weaning you off of me. I was like, I got you all this new furniture. I, like, decked out your bedroom so that that could be your sanctuary. Everything's furry. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is all yours. And then I was like, okay, well, now you can't come on dates with us anymore. Like, we are going to be here. You know, I'll text you, update you when I'm coming home or whatever. And then, oh, like with my girlfriends, if we went out um, to dinner or something for a while, she would tag along. But I knew, I realized it wasn't healthy because we're adults, grown women, and she could not relate with our conversation. Well,
0: and you need that time.
2: Just like any mom, like you've got. to have
0: some outlets and some time for yourself so that you can work on not being as resentful. (laughs) That's the only way to make
2: it happen. Yes. And I was just like, you know, some things are just not appropriate. And so I'm like, okay, well, she doesn't really need to hear this because at the time she was like 14 and then Mm -hmm. she had just turned 15. And so I was like, yeah, she's too young. She can't relate. So like majority of the time she's just sitting there like she would just shut down And I'd be like, hey, do you not want to be here? And she's like, no, it's fine. And, like, sometimes before we leave, I'd be like, are you sure you want to come with us? Because there's not going to be any other children there, Mm -hmm. anyone your age. Are you sure about this? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, I want to go. So, like, she's happy and excited. And then we get there. And then after some time went on, she's like, I don't want to be here Mm -hmm. anymore. And so, yeah, really had to set those boundaries and let her do her own thing. I was like, you have to you know, have friends and go do fun stuff and not worry about, you know, what adults are doing. And so I want you to have a normal of a childhood as possible. And so I just like really pushed her to join like activities, sports mm-hmm. and just try to talk to people in her class when they could go in person. Just try to like I was like, just tell me a new person's name today. Yeah. And that's a new challenge. Yeah. Like learn people's names and then maybe say hello to them. or Compliment. or <laughs> how to
0: have a conversation. Know.
2: <laughs> um, that just do you have do you have mom
1: friends? Anybody you can ask, and especially anybody with remotely close to that age group.
2: Yeah, I had um, a co-worker who had three kids around her age, and so me and her never really hung out, but I was like, hey, I would <laughs> love to, like, have my sister meet your kids. Can we, like, do something? Hell, <laughs> Yeah. So she was <laughs> like, yeah, let's go skating. So I was like, great. So we went skating. And then for a while, I would keep transporting her to Clarksville, where she could see her old friends mm-hmm. and hang out for the weekend. And so we kept doing that, but then that kind of fizzled, like the whole right, going the back upkeep, and forth. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When will she – can she drive, or does she have her own car yet, or when does that no, happen? No, she so – That'll be a game changer. Oh, my
2: gosh, yeah. So I tried, you know, teaching her how to drive, um, but she <laughs> – Does not have a permit. And I keep pushing her. I'm like, whenever you're ready, like, if you just study, take the test, I'll take you to go get the test, and then we can get you behind the wheel, and I can start really teaching you how to drive. Because I would let her drive, like, maybe four times. And then one time she almost, like, backed into a building. And so I was like, we're done. Like, we're us? done. I was like, you actually need a permit, and then we'll work towards getting you a driver's license. Yeah. But she, she keeps saying she wants to drive, but she's not putting in the effort yeah. to actually taking the test. So that's all in her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you're pretty prepared for mother of
1: the. Yeah, thank you. You've got it. Can you have any tips for us? Yeah, resentment, boundaries. Oh my God! Yes. Oh my it's so God. good. Yeah, I think that your therapy is a parent, you really are. It's incredible.
2: It's good. Thank you. Thank you.
1: What has been the most challenging thing that you weren't bracing for before, or has anything hit you like yeah. just kind of sad swiped you?
2: No, I think the most challenging was her mental health and. Mm so she had anxiety before this happened i never had anxiety as like growing up you know more as an adult like from stress or whatever but always very manageable and so she had panic attacks and then thoughts of suicide so i was just really on her and like just trying to like give her all resources and then let her know that she could talk to me about anything so really it was like for so long i was just worry constantly worried about her and making sure that she was okay and that she wasn't going to harm herself and so that was really hard like I just I I understood what she was going through to a certain degree but there's other things that I was like I don't know like, yeah I don't know out of to, my depth here yeah like I was like I don't know how to handle this like I've never had a panic attack I'm I don't get like a lot of social anxiety and I never use the word like depressed when i was younger or Mm -hmm. anything like that so i was just like i don't know how to help you so that's why i leaned heavily on the professionals i don't know just try to talk to her at home but yeah it was it was very hard having those conversations where i was like Mm -hmm. i don't know what this is like well and just so scared too of like I don't want to say the wrong thing. Yeah. In which I've said right. the wrong thing numerous times now. Well, everybody does. Yes, <laughs> we yeah, we all. I mean, definitely. <laughs> daily. Yeah. Definitely in times where I was like, all right, I should not have said that. And then I'm like, okay, I need to, After she's calmed down, let me talk to her again. I'd be like, okay, that's not what I meant when I said this. And I, I apologize. Like, I should not have said this. And this is what I was thinking, or this is what I was feeling, or this is why I was so upset. And then be able to talk better. Yeah. more level-headed with each
0: other. Do things feel like, because it's been over a year now, right? Mm-hmm. Do things feel a little more settled?
2: Yeah. Like emotionally, I, physically? Yeah, I definitely don't cry as much, so that's, I think that's nice. I think we're both healing, and I think we're starting to get a routine. I knew from pretty early on that she is better with structure so like i needed structure and discipline you know we have a routine at home monday through friday what's expected luckily with like talking to her therapist and like social worker i was able to come up with these are expectations and this is like chores or and Mm -hmm. this is you know these are consequences if you don't meet these expectations and then having just really holding her up accountability that's the word i'm looking for Um, just making sure she's accountable. And sometimes expectations have to change or like the consequences are having to change Mm -hmm. because they're just not working anymore. So I'm like, cool, I have to like restructure things. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, let's have a discussion. Let's go through this again. So things are getting easier and she's becoming more and more mature. So yeah, things are getting easier. (laughs) It's
1: wild to me that and maybe I'm, it's because I'm looking for it but the similarities in the regular trajectory of being a mom and this it's like every single thing I'm like yeah that feels like this and I have a two year old but right, it's still right. like oh, wow. the same you know, like general yeah like the everything of. keeps progressively getting like you're learning and you have to change the consequence every single thing you said is something mm-hmm. that is similar it's crazy yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I hope I'm gonna be prepared for when I have my own children um, oh, I yeah. mean I'm I think sh- this is already this is like the template for how to handle this <laughs> straight up I'm like well, yeah <laughs> 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 very healthy oh, that's so funny <laughs> it is um, but yeah it's I l- awesome I look back in I have my degree in psychology and oh. I minored in early childhood education okay so oh, there you go you buried the lead <laughs> <laughs> I should have started with that yeah
0: <laughs> So everything was, you've said now is not as impressive as it was before <laughs> Oh, no, it is
2: it is mom <laughs> and uh but there's a lot they don't teach you in the textbook right. so totally. totally. I've been yeah, learning but uh yeah so I felt like you know that kind of prepared me and then totally. also like Because I was such a big part of her childhood anyways, or when she was younger, um, how I already knew how to do X, Y, and Z, but now she's older and then there's more challenges. And so, yeah, I think back, I was like, yeah, psychology definitely helps the early childhood education part of it. But there's some things where I'm just like, ooh, I was <laughs> like, I did not handle that well. I'm like that, I never should have did that. Or you know, yeah, there's a lot the <laughs> textbooks cannot teach you. Um, just kind of learning as I go with her.
1: Um, I think you're killing it. So. Thank
2: you. Definitely thank you. Thank it. you.
0: How are you this week? We haven't really done that yet. We, just, we do like a oh, just yeah. like a check in. A check in. So how are things in your household?
2: Um, I think currently. Fair. Things are good. Just been busy because now we have like 11 months to plan our wedding. So we've been looking at so many venues. I actually looked at a venue before I came here today. I had one yesterday, and then I have, like, four on Saturday and one on Sunday, and then, Dang. like, three more next week. So I just what? went on the go, go, go.
1: That's all venues or meetings? for Venues.
2: Wow. Yeah, all just touring venues. Nice. And um, already spent hours, like, going through, like, websites and stuff. Yeah, I'm just, like, tired and ready to, like, just find one that I love, book it, mm-hmm. and then I can start moving on to the next step right. of, like, the planning yeah. process. And then also my fiancé, he started a new job this week, and... Now it's, like, more hours that he's gone working. And so we're now having a transition where, you know, he'll come home and it's later in the day. And then it's, like, really all we have time for is, of course, he takes a shower, eats something, he's ready for bed. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, I mean, after this week, we're going to have to figure out, like, how can we maximize our time together Mm -hmm. and still have that balance that we had before. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, we'll see it's see. another one that's exactly <laughs> smearing and all it's yeah um i love wedding planning stuff i'm gonna not ask too many questions but I, I think in a different fun.
0: life in a different life you would have been a wedding planner mm-hmm. maybe if i was better adjusted and, like organized yes 100 <laughs> yeah. i love it if you were born with a different brain <laughs> yeah. how has your week been
1: sarah let me see I made some notes i'm just gonna read the first two i'm just gonna say them okay. right uh, these are just bullet points. Anger management and feet <laughs> size increase. So Yours or his? Mine. But, like, well, It's something that I don't know that anyone ever told me that after you have a baby, some people's feet grow. And then they never that. go get smaller again. <gasps> yeah. So oh, I have always had big feet. I wear 10. I'm just going to say this part because this is like whatever. Yeah. Juicy. I've always worn a 10. <laughs> yes. And now I'm wearing eleven stuff so to like get new shoes, which actually that's fun. Yeah. So... Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it's been the best week of your life total mind blower <laughs> really to go in the lid off shoe of shoe
2: shopping wow I kind of want to hear more about anger management yeah oh. what's going on there okay oh with Parker he's been waking up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just in no Eric went out of town and I don't know that it's correlated it must be though he went out of town and it was just us for a week and he started waking up at 5.30 every morning and he was waking up at like 7, between 7 and 8, which is totally manageable. So now 5.30 every day mm-hmm. and that's just what he does now. Wow. And the transition to mornings has always been a little difficult to me, but like now that's just my life. But the waking up at 5.30 for about a week when I wrote this like a week ago. So that was like a week ago. <laughs> um, wow. I would just feel just too short fused like when he because he would come in and it's so cute but if he did something that was like breaking the rules and he's two, but he did something that he's breaking the rules in the morning, which sounds crazy. You know what I mean? Like acting yeah. out. I don't know what yeah. you call it. What do you call it? It's behavioral development.
0: <laughs> yeah, Julia. Um, Julia, what term are we looking for?
1: Not breaking <laughs> the rules. Can you help us? I don't
0: mean breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was acting out or doing something, you know. Pushing like, the boundaries. Yes, like doing the things that they do right. yeah. that are totally fine. Like the rest of the day, I was just getting too irritated and like I guess like I'd say probably three of the days it happened and it was only internal it was not even that i was like doing anything i would just sometimes be like oof or something right. which i feel really guilty about even doing in front of him but the thing that it made me feel in the moment it's like a train that i couldn't stop and it was internal i don't think he was really seeing it he can feel the energy of that right but for me it was like it messed up the whole day and mm. so I had to manage that or just prepare for it. Be like, okay, it's going to be irritating. There's going to be a thing. And just don't do that. Or breathe through it or, like, get ready for that immediately or go into gratitude immediately. Wake up at 5.30 in the morning thinking, (laughs) I am grateful. grateful. This is, like, (laughs) he is healthy. We are okay. Yeah. Even when he's, like, (laughs) spending 10 minutes wanting to close the gate at the top of the stairs with, like, slippery feet, pajamas on. Uh You Uh know, things like that. It's, like, all adorable. Anyway. So that and your management (gasps) breath work
0: we have an entire (laughs) like my mom helped create an entire space a room in the house just devoted for penny to be free oh that's awesome and all she cares about is like the one lamp in the corner Mm -hmm. that she just wants to pull down onto herself (laughs) yeah just like or like I, i mean she will find the tiniest specks on the floor of just like dirt and just sit there and just like seek them out to put in her mouth. I'm like there are 500 <laughs> toys in here. <laughs> oh.
2: Yeah, how are you doing?
0: Well, clearly I'm doing great. No, I've I've been fine. I'm still I'm having a hard time being so infatuated with Penny and not wanting to miss like a single second or just trying to soak up every day with her which I think you can only do as a second. It's way easier to do as a second time around because now I know all the things that if I didn't have videos of me doing them with Ava, I would definitely not remember. And so I am thankful that I have like all this old footage of like, oh, you see, you did spend every day and all this quality time with your first kid. (laughs) Like, I want to remember it. I don't want to have to rely on photos and videos. So I'm like trying to remember how her body feels in my arms and like how soft her skin is and the little noises that she makes because as soon as she moves on to something new I'm never going to hear those noises again so I'm just way more sentimental this time and like already grieving her being older but also so excited about her at two and three and four and five but the flip side of that coin is that so much of my energy and focus is on that that I'll feel indifferent about what's going on with Ava right now. Mm. Like, oh, I I just don't have as... I don't have much left over for her at the end of the day. And I know that I shouldn't compare a baby with a nine-year-old, but I still feel crappy for not... It's always, like, at the end of the night that Ava will be like, can we snuggle? And I've, like, just gotten Penny down, and I'm, like, ready to be done for the day. Mm -hmm. And my initial internal response will be, like, that's the last thing that I want to (laughs) do. Yeah. no, It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I will have to, like, make a conscious, like, just go and get in the bed. Mm -hmm. And then once you're in there. Yeah. It will be fine. But I'll be, like, just waiting for my day with her to come to a close when all day I've been... Like, I'm ready for Penny to go to bed, too, obviously. But I just feel that, the guilt of the, the contrast between yeah those two things. And she's just at an age, Ava's just at an age where she's just got, like, an insane amount of energy. Like, she's doing things that, obviously, Penny isn't doing. So I'm just, it's just easier to get frustrated with what the older one is doing. Oh, I was just thinking today about, with your first kid, it felt so much about me. Like there's so much self-work and self-change that comes with your first kid because you're just kind of, you know, everything kind of turns upside down. You're kind of redefining yourself and what your day looks like and what you want your life to look like and what you want your family to look like. And now that I'm a more fully formed version of myself for the second kid, it's just been nice having the freedom and the space to enjoy it more this time instead of being so in it. The first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Gotcha. Nothing mind blowing.
1: <laughs> oh, <that's> good. <laughs> yeah. good. I feel like for you too, you were the, yo- like one of the youngest, not you weren't the youngest, but in our friend group, you were one of the first people to have kids. You had a further to, you had to like pave a way.
0: Yeah. I feel a part of a community this time, which is yeah. fun to feel like I'm in it with people. Whereas the first time felt way more isolating. Yeah. Mm. What do you do? What are your things that fill the well for you that kind of replenish you?
2: Yeah, I mean, acting's huge. I was acting from 11 to 18, and then I went to school to be a doctor, and it's pre-med, and so I just kind of get got rid of acting, because I thought, you can't go to school to be an actor. That's what I did, too, yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's my real career. That's a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) So, kind of got rid of that, and then when I was 25, literally, probably a month after I turned 25, had a quarter-life crisis, (laughs) where just bawling my eyes out, driving home from work, and I was like, I hate my life, what am I doing? And then I thought about, like, what makes me happy, and... was acting and so that's how i found the studio that Mm -hmm. me and joy both go to and been with them for like two years now and uh yeah it just it helps me have that work-life balance and then also friends Um, i consider myself an extrovert and so i feed off of other people's energy and I love hosting, and mm-hmm. so game nights are my thing, my jam. I'm super competitive, so I will love to play games with people and have them over. And I love to cook for others. I hate cooking as like a necessity, like I yeah. have to, to survive. But for others, like I, oh, yeah, I love one it. of your love yeah, languages. Yeah, I just love feeding people. Yeah. So yeah, so anything with like mixing friends and then acting, yeah, that's just what fulfills me. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, I hope you're finding ways to get enough of that, yeah. Yeah. or a consistent amount at least, mixed um, in with everything else.
1: Yeah. Joy and I both. I, just, I said my sister has an eleven-year spread too, and you, she may have. Joy may have said this to you already, but her sister's eleven years older, right, Jen? Nine. Well, 11, also. She's 11. <laughs> uh-huh. and, um, I know that we're both like really grateful for our sisters, and I can imagine, yeah, just she's going to really.
0: Oh, yeah. Having a way older sister is, I can't imagine not having that, but, and then I'm also equally excited that Penny gets to have that yeah. with Ava. Yeah. Like that, that's me. Oh. I get to pass down that sister relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's really special. And you guys. Falling into that is.
2: What were you gonna say about your sister, Sarah? Like, mm. is it like the same experience for Joy?
1: Yeah, she's like a, a real maternal role, really involved. Because we grew up in Mississippi, so people just literally thought she was my mom oh.
2: <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, you never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely, ex- I experienced yeah. that, too, yeah. when I was, like, 12. And I was like, I'm 12. <laughs> I'm like, <Right>. what?
1: <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, her, too. So we're just really close, and she's like a beacon and always there and an incredible example. And is also a mom and just like a gu- just a guidepost all those things all those like buzzwords for yeah, that yeah. she's like that
0: so. and I didn't I probably didn't feel that I mean I don't think I was able to acknowledge the appreciation I have for our relationship until I was older older yeah, yeah. for sure like
1: she's always been well <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: she's always she's been, been there for my, you yes. congratulations You're, my sister you. or yours no mine
0: <laughs> She's always been, like, my hero. Um, yeah, yeah, mine too, mine too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being here. This separate from podcast stuff, but yeah. thank you for doing this.
2: Thank you. I know that I should say it so after, excited. but,
0: again, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to it. Um, All right, are we ready for this? No, well. You just tell me when you're ready. I'm just going to get the timer.
1: I'm going to say, did I already say we're going to do no spoilers? I think this is going to be the easiest one for me ever because, there's like one sentence that I can really say without spoilers. I feel like, um, and then I just want to talk about. I mean, I assume that you love it, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you know the deal? Yeah, I get one minute, like literally one minute, which is really hard for me. Wow. To say. And then we, but
0: then we can talk normally about things afterwards. But yeah, that's the point. The yeah, the gimmick is that she gets one yeah. minute to. <laughs> I want like a to um, be concise and and an, mm. like a song. You want your own pop culture song? Mm-hmm. Pop culture corner. Pop <laughs> culture. <Yeah. laughs> All right, I'm ready. here we go. Pop mm-hmm. culture corner with Sarah Helen Parker Massey. Ready? Go. Okay.
1: <laughs> we're going to talk about Ted Lasso today. Yes. And I really can't say a lot because we're not doing spoilers. So it is a guy from the U.S. who... I'll well, skip that. Guys in the U.S. who... <laughs> coaches American football and goes to the UK or gets hired in the UK or drafted, I'm not sure, to coach soccer. I think he coaches American football, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I thought that, that seems to be the thing. And then he goes to the UK to coach soccer and he's just like the most, like the nicest, like Pollyanna-esque character that everybody loves and even like really bitter or unhappy people just get happier and he makes everything better around him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, are you done? Yeah, <gasps> you have ten seconds wow. to spare.
1: See, that's what a, you want to
0: throw in one last thing?
1: Um, uh, I forget everybody's name. Oh, except Roy. <laughs> oh, Roy. Kent. Joy was uh, Keely for helming.
0: Yes, I was. <laughs> oh, Joy
1: was Keely for helming. My husband, or when I watched this, and actually we watched it separately, which we should have watched it together. But I say, um, and I think, well. Well, I do. I, I think Roy Ken is hot, and I'll 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 add to that by saying he reminds me like a lot of my husband, just like really? energy wise. And I was thinking that because he's like, you know, oh, well, I'm going to tell you like you haven't seen it. Sorry,
0: because <laughs> he's like, this is what his character's yeah. like. Okay, let me explain Roy to you.
1: <laughs> um, and anyway, he long story short knew that he was like him. Mean, yeah, so. Gotcha. just this like kind of brooding anger stuff Ooh. not in like a bad way you know what i mean yeah. i Except mean like anyway. a, like the hot headed or like the way that he is but like also being like protective or mm-hmm. magnanimous kind of
2: yeah
0: just the timing of that show existing while we were all dealing with <gasps> yes. the pandemic was pretty ideal
2: yeah absolutely perfect it was the show that i think everyone needed mm-hmm. and didn't know it So I'm a big fan.
1: (laughs) Yeah. When I saw the cover, I thought it was going to be a completely different thing. And my brother kept telling me about it. And I was like, I guess, because it was like some football movie, I thought, or me show. And yeah, I watched it. It made me so happy. I was so happy. (laughs) I watched it not even during the pandemic, like a couple of months ago. I watched the whole thing. I know.
2: No, I would rewatch it again. Yeah. I watch.
0: I'm sure I will at some
2: point. I binged the first season back in like June. And then my fiance he didn't didn't watch it, and so I was like, you really should watch this show. So I, I binged the first season again mm-hmm. with him now, <laughs> and then we just recently binged the second season. And oh. so what? I know we just finished it. <laughs> when was the finale? Last week or two weeks ago? A few weeks ago, yeah, two ago. or three. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. I kept getting text messages from friends that are like. Did you watch? Did you watch? Like, you need to hurry up and watch. And I was like, I'm waiting until my fiance's <laughs> caught up so that we can watch it together. Um, who is your favorite character? Ooh, probably Roy Kent. Absolutely. just nice. Love him. Yeah. I'm, I like the lady. Yeah. What's her
1: name? The lit blonde. I'm sorry. Rebecca? Yes, thank you.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Love her. Oh, my God, that body. I'm Why sorry. Why is she allowed to be a good singer, too? What's up with that? God.
2: Such a good singer. She's just like, she. How's it all?
1: She's, like, six feet tall.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I looked up her height. She's, like, 5'10 and three-fourths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just worked
0: in that she could sing, so they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they are writing.
2: God. I know. Wow. It made me wonder if
0: she did, um, like, musical theater before this or whatever. ever Probably. Something.
2: Yeah. All the Brits, they're, like, crazy talented mm-hmm. in, like, acting and stuff. So they do it all.
0: I get really stressed out. I mean, I'm, I'm better at it. But something like, let's say, Meet the Parents, for example, movies or comedies specifically that have a lot of situational drama Mm. would stress me out because I'm like it's just miscommunication like if you just went back in the room right now and said what did you really mean by that or like it could be so this whole movie wouldn't happen this would all be solved (laughs) with like one sentence and so that drove me a little crazy and that was my favorite thing about this show was any drama that would arise not only was like realistic pretty normal drama but it was always dealt with, mm-hmm. usually before the episode was over, mm-hmm. and there that was just so gratifying to me.
1: <laughs> I love that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And like every single character is so incredibly well developed. Yeah. What is the um, assistant coach's name? Not the one who's terrible, but the uh, spoiler alert,
2: uh, <laughs> but the one who's great. Who's like Beard?
1: Yes, yeah. Beard.
2: Coach oh Beard. My God. Oh, his episode was yes oh, I, was so I mean
1: it's a little far-fetched but it was great <laughs> yeah and his accent work is really good yeah. i just love him all.
2: yeah yeah everyone's yeah. just so great talented but yeah the show is like very refreshing and yeah i just need more of it mm-hmm. always
1: mm-hmm. i guess this kind of pop culture corner is really more of like just gratuitous for us it's not really for the people listening <laughs> at all
0: no but they all agree yeah yeah it's yeah. like the one thing we know we can talk about where everyone listening yeah will agree
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. So keep any of that that's funny, but you know you can cut out
0: me trying to tell it for 45 seconds. Or more. Anyway, I love that show. So. Yeah, so good, Julia. Thank you so much for being here today and for yeah. talking with us about your experience. Um, thank you so much for you're having. Doing me. A killer job Mm -hmm. i can't even imagine but you're crushing it thank you just glad that you have glad you have a support system it seems like you have everything you need as far as that's tangible to you yeah and she is so lucky to have you which Mm -hmm. she'll let you know that someday (laughs) someday
2: I always jokingly say, people are like, oh, you're such a great sister. I'm like, can you tell her that? Like, please, can you tell her? Like, remind her. Remind her. Honestly, yeah. Like, there's moments where I'm just like, you know, I could do more, do better, or something like that. I try not to, of course, bring myself down. I'm like, uh, oh, I should have did this better, or whatever. I think that with moms, everyone, you can read all the parenting books, but they're not really going to prepare you. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, you don't even know what kind of child you're going to get. So right. it's just like, whoop. <laughs> um, everyone just like doing the best you can and take it day by day. Yeah, I hope I'm making my mom proud. You definitely are. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, Julia. We are so happy to have you. Sorry I was late. <laughs> All 10 good. minutes. but
0: All Good. Julia Thank was late, too, technically.
2: So. I was.
1: I was. It said six minutes, but then when I got here, it was 10. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I was so excited when you reached out to me, Joy, about this. I was like, yeah. Me too. Looking forward to game night.
0: Yeah, yeah. When's the next game night? I don't even know. I need to plan one. Well, not sure. I know. I need to plan one.